0: It's the other side of midnight with Frank Murano. If they could see me now, that little gang of mine, I'm eating fancy chow and drinking fancy wine. I'd like the stumble bums to see for a fact the kind of first rate, top shelf chums I attract. All I can say is wow. Well, he look at where I am tonight. I landed pow right in a bowl of jam. What a setup! Holy cow! They'd never believe it if my friends could see me now. Exactly the kind of
1: song you can hear uh, at 54 Below starting September 26th as part of an incredible evening of standards and songs, which has gotten a lot of attention. This is Frank Moreno. You're listening to The Other Side of Midnight. An interesting thing happened about four or five months ago. I was uh, talking about Tony Danza, and obviously everybody knows Tony Danza, actor, TV personality, talk show host, Broadway performer, and entertainer, all-around personality, author, teacher. We only have a four-hour show, so we can't list the whole resume. And the interesting thing that happened is I don't even remember what I said. I think I said I enjoy Tony Danza or that I met him a few times and that he was a super nice guy. The phone lines lit up, and this was at 3 o'clock in the morning, the phone lines lit up with scores of New Yorkers and former New Yorkers, all of whom had some sort of a Tony Danza story. One person would say, oh, I took a bus and Tony Danza was on it. Another person would say, I met Tony Danza in a restaurant and he was a nice guy. And I must say, in a, a lifetime of commenting on all sorts of personalities from all walks of life, I have never seen a situation where it seems like everybody in New York over the course of the last forty or 50 years has had a Tony Danza story. So we had him on and uh, we had a phenomenal response, but a few people complained that when we were promoting his previous show of standards and songs, as soon as the interview went on the air, it was already sold out they couldn't get tickets so we decided we'd try and get him earlier in his run this time so that we could tell you about what he's doing at 54 below and it gives me a great deal of pleasure to welcome a legendary actor tv personality boxer talk show host author etc tony Danza. tony it's great to talk with you again thanks for
0: taking Uh, the time today thank you frank and and believe me that uh, that introduction is, is 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 appreciated but you know I know. Don't get me wrong. I love hearing that you didn't get anybody calling you up and telling you, I told them to take a walk or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm sure there were times, you know, when I wasn't all that nice, but it's nice to hear that uh, I was for the most part anyway. No, I I,
1: I am yet to hear one of those stories. If somebody has one of those. You know what I mean, Frank? You know, you can be in a mood.
0: You know, you might say something, you know. I just – I don't want to sound like St. Anthony. That's all I'm saying.
1: That's it. Understood. (laughs) Obviously, look, uh, you are um, well-known for a lot of your work on television. You've been part of some of the the biggest TV shows ever, uh, Taxi, and you've been in a lot of great films over the years, Angels in the Outfield and Crash. uh, Your work on uh, on Broadway is well-known. But I think if uh, you ask the rank-and-file person on the street, hey, what do you know, Tony Dan? From a lot of folks would say who's the boss and uh, apparently now who's the boss is is coming back uh, give us the give us the deal uh, give us the story what's happening
0: well there's not much of a story at this point uh, the, the story is, is that uh, there's a, a network interested we're working on a script we're developing a script uh it depends on how that comes out i know uh Alyssa and i would be the focus of this uh, this uh, i guess you'd call it a sequel i don't know uh but uh but, um, well, you know, it, it, it's just in development, Frank. It's very exciting. And by the way, I, I, here's, uh, I, I have a little segue. So this Saturday just passed was uh, Norman Lear's 100th birthday. Wow. And uh, um, they had a party, an ABC special for him uh, at the Roosevelt Hotel in the, in the ballroom where they had the first Academy Awards. It's really this really incredible place. And he's amazing. I mean, I want you to understand though He's just unbelievable. But um, I got, uh, you know, uh, his, his partner, Brent Miller, came to see my show at the Carlisle. And in the show, I do a song called I Don't Remember Ever Growing Up. Hmm. And it's, you know, obviously it, it works for Norman. Um, and by the way, for people who don't know, not only did Norman Lear have six Six shows in the top ten at the same time, and remember, if you had to have a show to have a show in the top ten at that time, you had to have 35 million viewers. (laughs) 35 million. So imagine having six 35 million. uh, I mean, the influence is unbelievable. But aside from that, do you know? When Pearl Harbor was bombed, he was in college. He quit college. He he, he 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 enlisted and he flew 57 bombing missions in a B-17 as a radio operator. And he only had a five. Uh, excuse me, 52. Only had a fly 37, but stuck around for 52. So it was a great thing. He's an old friend, and he's involved in the Who's the Boss show. And oh, and wow. when I. Kissed him after I sang, and I sang at the uh, at the thing, which was nerve wracking because what an audience! But uh, I uh, we we hugged and kissed, and he said to me, "Tony, to be continued." So it was just <laughs> a wonderful night. So if anybody's listening, check out the special on the 22nd of September on ABC. Uh, that-
1: That's terrific. I'm going to be watching. I'm a big Norman Lear fan. And, Uh, uh, you know, I I didn't realize that, that he – when he didn't have to, he went the extra mile in service. You know, we were talking about this yesterday uh, in light of the uh, decision by Anthony Vivara to leave Major League Baseball and to become a Port Authority police officer. And obviously what happened last Sunday was just so tragic. We were talking about all – all these folks that did that, do you think that level of, of public service, that mentality is missing among young people today that might have been present 80 years ago?
0: Well, you know, Frank, I got a lot of uh, thoughts on this. You know, I, I have a program here in New York called the uh, Stars of Tomorrow Project. It's an, a teen acting program. We've been with the police athletically for the last seven and a half years. We're going out on our own. And I work with a, a lot of kids, uh, a lot of teenagers, a lot of um, you know, high school kids, that's what we work with, and, uh, and I, worry, I worry that our society, our culture breeds a kind of, I don't want to say radical individualism, but it is mm. kind of radical that, le- that doesn't lend itself to community, doesn't lend itself to the common good. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's something I think about all the time. I, I do something in my act where I say, you know, I love the American Songbook because of the, 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 the sentiment, the things it, the way it makes you feel and the effect it has on you. And you, you worry about some of the effects that some of the culture that the kids are watching and, and listening to today are, are going to have. Because remember, we grew up on nothing but love songs. Nothing but love songs. How to have love, find love, lost love, and and look how we turned out. So you know, it it, it just makes you think a little bit. It does worry me. I I I I know uh, my kids uh, are uh, you know they're hard workers and uh, they're they're you know they're they're what you you hope kids are going to be like. But I I think a, a lot of the the culture lends itself to this. My father used to say, you know what the motto of America is. E pluribus unum. And I would say, yeah, that it means out of many one. He says, nah, it means we're all in this together, pal. And that sentiment may not be prevalent mm. as much as it is as it was was. Well
1: and, and that's why question. I really Yeah, no, I really admire the work that you've been doing with the police athletic league and obviously our, our owner, John Katzamatitis, uh, he and his wife yeah. Margo, work tirelessly. Oh yeah, on they the, do the well, they do amazing well, they
0: do amazing stuff for the kids, you know. Hey, but I'm excited, you know, we're taking this out on our own. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can you know raise enough money to get a teen center, and I'm gonna turn this teen center into Fame High School. I mean, it's gonna be great. <laughs> I'm excited well, you know, about this.
1: I have two siblings that went to uh, Laguardia, so they'll be the first online to uh, to help you in those efforts. Uh, talking with Tony well, yeah. Danza, you can see him starting September 26th at uh, 54 and, and
0: below. Can I just say one thing, Frank? Please, I know yeah, we're running yeah. out of time, but. Studio, you know, I play the Carlisle. I play, you know, I play a lot of places. I really love Fifty Four Below. I mean, first of all, it's like the it's it's like the uh, Leonard's of Great Neck of Cabaret, you know, because they get a show right after me and you know whenever. Uh, but um, but it's got the greatest it's got the greatest stage, the greatest ambiance. It's really a wonderful club to play, and so uh, it really feels like some and it has the vibe of Studio Fifty Four, which is kind of crazy. <laughs>
1: If people want tickets, by the way, they can go to 54 dot com and get tickets to uh, Tony Danza's Standards and Stories. Tony, for people that haven't seen the show before and uh, haven't heard our previous conversations about it, mm-hmm. what can they expect? Uh, they may know you as an actor, as somebody that played Tony on seven different shows. What can they expect uh, in Standards and Stories?
0: All right. Well, it's you know it's pretty exp- uh, self-explanatory about the the the, the 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 material. It's standards and stories from my life and career and. and- and uh, some of the great songs, and hopefully those songs uh, evoke uh, an emotion that we both can connect with, you know, because that's really what the, you know, doing a cabaret show is. It's about connecting with the audience, you know. Um, You know, what's really interesting with It's Funny... You know, I tap dance, it's funny, I play the ukulele, but the thing that's really, really exciting for me is that I finally learned how to sing after, I've been doing this for a long <laughs> time, right, and I really feel like finally I can go out there and uh, be as good as I could be. It's not like I got pipes like, you know, some people, but at least be as good as I can be. And so I think they I think they might be surprised uh, that uh, it's, a, it's a, and you get your money's worth, how's that? <laughs>
1: uh, hey, I, I like it. I'm going to be there. Before I let you go, Tony, you got to give us an update on what's happening with Aliva Dairy. This is America's oldest cheese shop. It's in Little Italy. You've been associated with them. You even called Mayor De Blasio on the radio to uh, talk about some of the struggles they were having, and a lot of the small business owners in our city were cheering uh, based on what you were saying. Um, there was a report a month or two ago that they were having a real tough time. What's the latest with Aliva Dairy?
0: Well, Frank, I. Think I-, I- I have, uh, you know, disconnect, uh, disconnected myself from it a little bit, uh, and more than a little bit. Um, it, it evidently, it was, uh, you know, we about two years ago uh, I left uh, the the thing. It was, you know, this was one of those things where you uh, your your partner dies and and then you're in another situation. Sure, it, it just didn't work out but but for a while it was the it's the greatest store. It's a 125-year-old store. It's been there more than that now. 130 years old store. It's been there. The problem is, is the pandemic was very tough on them and uh and, uh, you know, what can I say? Uh, I, I, I Right now, I think they're in a lot of trouble. I, I hope it mm. doesn't uh, end up closing.
1: Tony, I hear your voice, and you sound the same now as when you did Taxi in terms of the quality of your voice. And, uh, you know, you you sing, you speak, you act, you perform on stage, you do interviews like this one. As somebody that does four hours a day, you know, I'm concerned about voice care. What's you, the uh-huh. method behind uh, how you maintain such a strong Voice over so many decades, and give me some
0: tips. No, and pro this tips. is this is part of what I've been what I meant before about singing better. You know, nobody can teach you really. Nobody, you can't. You got to go out and do it. You know, and so I've been doing it a long time, but. I'm a big, you know, being a, I know, because I was a fighter, I always used to think the other guy was training. <laughs> so I'd get no a gym, you know, I didn't want him to be ahead of me. And you find out that, and this has been my, you know, I'm 72 now. So it's been this way for a long time that I train and I try to keep myself in shape. And so it seemed commonsensical to do that with your voice. And so I found that I've, I find that I got some uh, vocal exercises, and just like I, you know, do curls or ride the, hmm. the stationary bike, I do vocalize, vocal vocal ex- exercises every day. Uh, just it, try to keep yourself in shape. Uh, you, know, you never of know me, in New York; you never know when they might ask you to sing. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. That's one of the I'm going to let you about being in New York. You know, uh,
1: that's for sure. I'm going to let you go. I give an example,
0: Frank. I will give you an example, uh, Frank. I'll give you an example, Frank. The se- I think I'm there. Uh, I'm there uh, September 26th through the 1st of October. On the 29th, Scott Siegel, a, a producer around town, is doing a uh, Frank Sinatra review that night. And he asked me to come and sing a couple of songs in that. To stick around and sing a couple of songs in that review. That's what I love about New York. It's Mm. just, Mm. you know, you can walk around the corner and your life could change. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's for sure. People can get tickets to see Tony, Stan- Tony Danza's standards and stories at f- uh, 54below.com. That's 54below.com. Tony, true or false, California, you can't get a good uh, piece of pizza or a good bagel. Any truth to that?
0: Well, you know, it's supposed to be the water. You know, the mm-hmm. water. I mean, a friend of mine, John LaMonica, made a lot of money <laughs> bringing, bringing pizza dough uh, with, with New York water uh, to California. So, you know, uh, I'll be honest with you, though. I lived in California and I got myself a pizza stone. I don't know if anybody I know people know sure. what that is. It's a stone you put in your oven, it turns your oven into a pizza oven. And uh and uh I would make pizza out there. I'd make my own dough and uh, I you know it I didn't I didn't see the difference. I really didn't. Now Really? Okay. Yeah, I didn't see the difference. I mean when I made it myself, I, I don't know, you know, I stopped I'll be honest with you, I pretty much stopped going out for pizza. I make it myself. Well that's why you you're know, in the dough, I feel like my grandmother. I am kneading the dough, <laughs> Frank. You gotta see me. It's <laughs> historical. <laughs> Frank, you know what else you could do if you can make dough? You cut, you make one dough, right? It's like four four cups of, of flour. You make one, and you cut it into four pieces. You put some flour on it, throw it in uh, in a uh, Ziploc bag, and freeze it. Then when you and maybe you have a little sauce in the refrigerator also, you take that out, let it sit for a while, it, it defrosts, and it's perfect. And you make pizza. You're like you you're ready at any moment to make. It. I got it in the in the freezer now. Come on over. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I have a nine-month-old that's demanding my attention, but I will. Uh, I'll take uh, you up on that. Congratulations!
0: I, I got a daughter getting married next month.
1: Oh, congratulations to you! I'll uh, I'll be sure uh, to send a gift. Uh, Tony, uh, it's always a treat to talk uh, with I you. I
0: I really wasn't, Frank.
1: <laughs> I'll see you at fifty-four below, of, uh, starting September 26th. Thanks very much.
0: Hey Frank, thank you very much too. Take care, buddy.
1: Thank you. It's my pleasure. Always a treat to talk with Tony Danza. If you want to comment on any portion of our discussion, give me a call. 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Straight ahead.
0: Side of midnight. midnight.